Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church. This is a replacement episode for the episode that dropped on Tuesday, October 11th. That episode was really muffled. I don't know why that happened, so I'm just going to do a short replacement. It won't be an exact copy, but the basic content that I put forth in that episode will be in this episode. Sorry about that. A mistake. I don't know what happened. Maybe had my hand over the microphone or something. Anyway, um, we are continuing our series entitled Redemption Applied, and we're wrapping up it up with the doctrine of glorification. So uh, we'll spend this week uh, thinking about that. And today I want to talk about a phrase that I quoted from biblical scholar N.T. Wright, um, where he said, Christians don't believe in life after death. They believe in life after life after death. Here's what he's getting at. He's saying, look, um, while it's true, the scriptures indicate and the church has has affirmed all through history that when we die, that part of us that is not material goes to paradise, goes to be with the Lord, goes, goes to heaven, as we often say. That's true as far as it goes. And that that's a blessed thing. And as Paul writes in Philippians 1, to live is Christ, to die is gain. So it's a better place. But it's not the ultimate place. It's not the goal of our salvation. The goal of our salvation is when Jesus returns and we rise from the dead bodily and live with him forever. That's life after, life after death. So a phrase that's most commonly used through the history of Christianity to talk about Heaven is the intermediate state, and I think that gets at the point Wright is making, that heaven is good, but it's an intermediate state. It's not the goal. It's not the goal. The goal is a resurrection where in spirit, soul, and body, we are completely alive, completely glorified, and completely with God and with the church in in his new creation forever. So one implication of that that I want to think about today is this. If our ultimate goal, our ultimate hope is bodily resurrection, physical resurrection, though a glorified physicality, in a new heaven and a new earth that is also created and physical, then that means um, life now has meaning. Not just religious life, not just church, Bible reading, good works in the narrow sense, but all of life has purpose, all of life has meaning, all of life is from God, and all of life is to be received from God. Paul writes in 1 Timothy that God has given us all things to enjoy. All things are created by God to be enjoyed as gift. So because I believe in the resurrection of the dead, I don't just believe I'm going to go to heaven, then I believe all the stuff of this life has spiritual value and God values it as well. You see, if the ultimate goal of my salvation is a a non-physical disembodied state, then that kind of uh, connotes or kind of implies that physical stuff isn't valuable. It's a hindrance. We want to get out of the way and go to the real space where there's no more physicality and that's not in the way. Well, that's not a Christian idea. Um, that actually comes out of kind of platonic, like as if from Plato philosophy, 
Um, there's different versions of Platonic philosophy, so you experts in philosophy know that I get that, although I'm not an expert myself, just have dipped into it a little bit. But it's it's a, a kind of dualism between spirit and matter, and says spirit is more important. And the Christian tradition would say it's all important because it's all created by God. Everything that's not God, whether it's seen or unseen, visible or invisible, that's the way we say in the creed, is all created by God and all declared good. So angelic beings who have zero physicality are part of the creation, just as a tree is part of the creation. So all of who we are, body, soul, and spirit, is made by God and valued by God and is the arena by which we love, serve, and glorify God. So I certainly glorify God when I have an opportunity to have a spiritual conversation with someone who's exploring Christianity. That's a great thing. It's also equally as spiritual for me to get up Saturday morning and work in my backyard to make it a place of beauty for myself, for my family, for my neighbors, and to honor God. Both things are spiritual and both things matter. Certainly, it's really important for me to read scripture and to spend time with God. It's also just as holy for me to enjoy an excellent meal uh, with my family. Both the physical fellowship of being present with my family and the great food is holy and spiritual as well. The doctrine of the resurrection, the doctrine that we will be glorified, tells us that's true. If our future hope is physical, if our future hope is all of life, then all of life now matters. And it has been, in principle, redeemed by Jesus, but that redemption has not been fully applied yet. So, the explicit religious things we do don't compete with the other parts of life. They enhance, enliven, and actually enable us to live them better. Um, As followers of Jesus, part of our witness, I believe, is is that we are able to live all of life to the hilt all of life to its fullness, enjoying everything God has given in demonstrating that because we follow Jesus Christ, because we believe in the resurrection of the dead, and looking back because we believe in creation, that God made all things that are not him and they are good, that the only things we reject are those things that are explicitly sinful and explicitly violate God's commands. Hope that's helpful. God bless and have a great day.